Had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's twelve bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. I really think our eight-game schedule is pretty remarkable. Like, when we were going through the final filtering, you'd say, wow, you know, Schedule A is tough. And then you'd, like, be at Schedule G, and you're like, wow, that school's got a tough schedule. And all the way through, there are 16 really challenging schedules. But there are some important, um, we'll call them rivalry games. And we're going to have to have a decision about do we play those every year or do we play some of them every other year. In the eight-game format, we can protect one on an annual basis and the other seven rotate. Uh, In the nine-game format, we know we can protect up to three, rotate the other six, and achieve both that fairness and that balance issue. And that will be right in front of us again. Well, I feel like he's kind of throwing that out there for everyone that voted against the nine-game format, right? Just to say, like, hey, if you're upset at some of these things that we can't play every year, uh, talk to the folks that voted against the the nine-game conference slate, right? Yeah, and, like, from an OU perspective – like I, I would rather play a nine-game SEC schedule because it's more exciting, but in terms of like losing rivalry games, secondary rivalry games, like maybe an Auburn or an LSU did, really no effect on OU. Like Texas is the only team that I really care about OU playing every single year. Like, would it be fun to play Alabama every single year? Yeah, that'd be awesome. But there's not anyone outside Texas that you would be really upset if you don't play every single year. In fact, I'd rather not play Missouri every single year if we could make that happen. Yeah, I think that's wishful thinking, but I'd be fantastic with that. Well, you know, I guess maybe whenever you – like for Oklahoma, it could – I guess Texas would be easy, right? A&M, Oklahoma, and – Arkansas. I don't, yeah, Arkansas from the old Southwest Conference days. But Oklahoma's way more difficult. Um, I guess maybe that's one of the benefits of doing the eight game for a little bit to see if something maybe arises with Oklahoma and another school. Like if if you've got a couple controversial games, perhaps I don't know. But I don't know. I I think after a year or two of the twelve team playoff, I think the SEC is going to the nine game yeah, format. Yeah, oh, I I definitely think so as well. No, that, that's a it's an interesting point about Texas and OU. Like they have. Three teams that hate Texas that are ready to step up to the plate and want to play them every year. Uh, OU's got Texas. You know they're going to pair them up with Missouri. 
And I think that's why they tried to get creative and say, let's maybe create a new rivalry and pair OU up with a recognizable brand, and that's why we kept hearing Florida this whole time. So yeah. I, whenever that move works, I hope it's still a Florida, but I, I wonder if there could be a scenario where OU's first two to three years in the league, they have a memorable game or two against someone. Let's like Tennessee, for example, right? I, I wonder if that could evolve into – another major program outside of Florida in the SEC like a Tennessee. You, you know what I'm saying? For, yeah. for their third rotate or for their third uh, permanent opponent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to happen. I, I've got enough to care about right now that I don't need to, uh, to spend too much time on, on worrying about the nine game format. We haven't even played one SEC game yet. Uh, let's see how the first couple of years play themselves out. See, like, we won't have much of a say in it. I think it's going to be more about the schools out there that are pissed off that they don't play their traditional sure. games every year. They'll probably be the loudest. Yeah. Um, and OU will get paired up with whoever they get paired up with, and that's just <laughs> – just keep the OU-Texas game every year. or the, the Red River rivalry brought to you by Allstate or whatever it is now. That's the one. Yeah, just just scream it. loud that you don't want to play Missouri every single year. That's that's what you do. That would be a, a, a very favorable matchup every single what, season. What do you think? What's best case scenario for Texas this year? I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, I mean, best case for them is they win the conference for the first time in over a decade. Well, I'm saying, is that reasonable? Is that a reasonable expectation? Yes. That would be like finishing yeah. the season in the top ten. Yeah, that's that's a reasonable expectation with how wide open the league is. I I know how we feel about them, but with as wide open as the league is, that's that's reasonable for them. Okay, I, and I think, I mean, there, there's a like, there's a if, result if, that exists for if, Texas. If we're going to say, I, I think they're frauds too, man. But if we're going to say this league is as wide open as, as it's been in a while, they they've got to be included in that. Yeah. Well, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, looking at our schedule, our SEC schedule for year one. I, if Texas has a strong year, as a lot of people predict, and, you know, they're, they'll definitely be a top 25 team uh, next season, right? Oh, when, I mean, yeah, that's, of course. That's just yeah. how it's going to be. I, LSU, I, I mean, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to say that they finish in the top 10, right? Uh, I mean, that's their expectations this year, to finish yeah. at worst second in the SEC West this year. But I think they'll be disappointed if they don't win the West this year. Alabama, there's a, a strong chance that they finish in the top ten. I would say that they they most likely will. Um, there's a chance that those two, first two teams that you mentioned, well, I guess you mentioned Texas first, but Alabama and LSU, there's a world where both those teams make the playoff this year. Right. To get to the point that you're getting to. Okay, what about – Tennessee. Um, I think Tennessee can be a 10-win team this year. I mean, their toughest game is Georgia at home, but that might be the only game where they're not favored this year. Top 15 team then? Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the year? And then... um, South Carolina. South Carolina, top 25. Yeah, sure. And and, and I saw Greg McElroy say today, which I feel like I've heard this for six consecutive years, or however long since Lane Kiffin got there, that Ole Miss is the most dangerous team in the SEC yeah. this year. 
Uh, yeah, well, I'm just going to – the most dangerous, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I, I have the full audio – or the uh, full quote on it, but just saying how well they – like I, that, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I've heard that six years in a row, so I'm not buying yeah. that on Ole Miss just yet. Okay, like based off of where people maybe predict them to finish, yes, exactly. they were 8-5 team last year. Yes. Yeah, they, they yeah. could be a dangerous team, but they ain't the most dangerous team in the conference. But, uh, okay. Um, and then you have like – Ole Miss, Auburn, Missouri, I mean, best for those are, like, top 25, right? Yep. I mean, there's a, there's a decent chance that you face, in your first SEC season, maybe two top 10 teams, two top 15 teams, and then on top of that, Probably two top twenty-five teams. Yeah. So you're talking yeah. six of your eight uh, SEC sure. games could be against top twenty-five, and then obviously and, and you know some really high ones. Regardless of where they're ranked, just use exactly what you said, but use the word rosters instead of ranked, and that makes the point as well. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. What you say? No, two top, point. like definitely two top ten rosters, maybe three. Top ten rosters in there, yeah. It's it's night and day different. It's it's the wor- it's the easiest schedule to the toughest schedule that I can remember. Is Some might say uh, we didn't know what we got ourselves into. The SEC's a beast. <laughs> yeah, I heard some LSU running backs say that earlier. Yeah. Yep. There you go. But it's just you know what? It's way it's more difficult, but it looks a whole lot more fun, doesn't it? Yeah. That's a whole right. lot more fun. I wouldn't change it for the world. That home right. schedule and the road schedule, it's uh, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. Cherokee Sooner, for heaven's sake, please don't make us play Missouri every year. Columbia is filled with ticks and leeches. Um, <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. I like that. Whoever that is, they get a star for the day with ticks and leeches. 405, don't care about Mizzou, easy W. 405, can we just do everyone a favor and kick Missouri out of the SEC? Couldn't be a less exciting matchup for me. Um, these are my people, man. Thank you for speaking my language, guys. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. We are one today. Yeah, very good. Sarks Vodka says, yeah, sounds like DeMarco never offered that kid. The one that's talking mess, the LSU running back. Ah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that was the case. Um, highlights from day one at SEC Media Day. Um, Sankey talked a lot about NIL, he is calling for federal sanction on NIL, which um, we'll see if that happens or not. But he spent about 20 minutes talking about that. Uh, let's see. Jimbo was asked about playing in the SEC or the unique challenge of playing in the SEC. Jimbo said, quote, you got to play on the road and you got to play at home. End quote on that. Interesting comment from Jimbo. <laughs> Yeah. And then sometimes you got to play neutral site. Sometimes neutral site. You know, we didn't make a bowl game last year, so we didn't have any neutral site games, but I heard that that's a thing. You guys you guys like bowl games, don't you? Yeah. LSU's Brian Kelly, quote, I think my accent is pretty good and has gotten better during the recruiting process, in quotes. I bet. I bet it has. Uh, I don't – where's he from originally? Isn't it like is he northeast Midwest somewhere? Oh, is Midwest? He, yeah, he, I, I can't remember. He, He's coached a lot in the Midwest. I guess I just always think yeah. he's from there, so maybe not. Uh, Brian Kelly was also asked about the, the gap between LSU and Georgia. 
Uh, is the gap closing with Georgia? We'll only have that opportunity if we get to the championship game against the Dogs. I know based on how we've recruited, we'll have a football roster that will be able to compete against Georgia. Is that right now? No, it's not. Uh, so we got that question, huh? The gap again today. Brian Kelly's talking about that. I I can only stand so much of him downplaying what his team's going to be. He's his quarterback. Where's he on the the Heisman list? Top ten at least, if not yeah. even higher than that, and some. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be better than he's leading on, which is fine. I you know, I don't blame him for that. I think I don't think he's had a sark off season with everyone like. Puh. If you don't win the conference, then you suck. But <laughs> I, I think with the other coaches having you know won titles around him, it has put even more pressure on him this year. Oddly yeah. enough, do you does the Daniels kid, Jaden Daniels, quarterback at Louisiana State, does he strike you as one of those guys that had like a lightning in the bottle season last year, and it's going to be difficult for him to replicate it? His wide receiver core is going to be pretty dadgum good, but it's like the expect expectation for him is to be the best quarterback in the SEC, and I, I think he's a nice player, don't get me wrong, but, I, I mean, if they're expecting Joe Burrow part two, there's no way, man. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's kind of how I feel. You know, he he is – 17 touchdowns, a, three picks last year. That's pretty good. Dang. It's really good taking care of the football uh he's also their leading rusher he rushed for 885 in 11 touchdowns a year ago and you know you feel like he's going to be able to replicate that and i guess like the one thing that was kind of shocking to me i didn't realize he's as big as he is a pretty big dude yeah, what's he like six four? Yeah, he's six listed four, at six four two oh five. Yeah, yeah, big kid. And you know he's, I don't know he he's probably not going to put on a whole whole bunch of weight, but you know probably probably add a little bit of muscle there. He's going to be a senior, so it's not like he's going to make that big freshman jump in weight to sophomore year. But, um, well, they yeah, get- I. They, I'm interested in they it. They got a nice uh schedule um for SEC standards. Like um like the road games are at Mississippi State, very winnable. At Ole Miss, at Missouri. And they do have to go to Alabama. But from October listen to this, dude. From October fourteenth, which is you know, kind of still in the earlier part of the year, right in the middle of the season, I guess. October fourteenth through November twenty fifth. They play just one road game. They go. Dang. Yeah. Here's their last, uh, was it six? It's their last six games. Auburn at home, Army at home, bye week. At Bama, Florida at home, Georgia State at home, A&M at home. Yeah. Wow. Man, they have. I'm telling you, man, they could, they could seriously go 11-1, and one, lose to Alabama, not win the West, and still make the playoff. Now, is that Florida State game? Is that that's not neutral side, is it? Yeah, it is. It's in um, okay. it's in Orlando, home of the okay. Pop Tarts Bowl this year. Yeah, I I couldn't remember on that one. Um, man, that that is great though to be home that much late. As long as you're playing good, you don't want to start playing bad. Uh, being at home, five and... of your final six are at home. I don't know if I've ever seen that for an SEC. Well, it's probably happened before, but 
Um, five of your last six at home to end the season. That's very unique. Very yeah. unique. Two non-cons in there, which is weird. Georgia State and Army. Yeah, that's and that's yeah, that's why. Yeah. Um, they're not going to like playing Army. I'll just tell you that right now. I don't know if that's a school that they've played a lot. I don't think so. Um, that's that's going to be a nuisance. That's a discipline type of football game. and We're speaking from experience on that. Maybe it's a little bit easier when you actually have a defensive line that can, you know, penetrate and make plays. Here's the problem. Different. Here's the problem is it's smack dab in the middle of the season. It's not like – Typically, like if you were to play Army, you play them in like one of your early non-conference games. Well, you can spend, you know, portions of training camp working on that triple option stuff that you're going to do. But it's smack dab between their Auburn and their Alabama game. I, that's that's a terrible place to be playing Army in your in your schedule. Not good. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Life is yours to spend. Spend it making more money. Spend it making more memories. Spend it learning a new skill. Spend it teaching an old trick. Spend it career climbing. Spend it mountain climbing. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. Serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. I'm Michael Naranjo, and I'm a veteran. Today, I'm a sculptor. My fingers are my eyes. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. With DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Dear Hero, whoever you are, you save lives. 
I live with sickle cell and the pain and the issues that come along with sickle cell every day. I'm most grateful that people are willing to go out there and take their time, their blood, and give me new life. Because of you, I'm allowed to see my son grow up. Giving equals living. Give blood. Replenish the supply. Learn more at hhs.gov slash giveblood. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. It is the Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas is Teddy Lehman, Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers, bringing you this hour of the Rush. Uh, we've got some college football hot seats to get to. Really what CBS has done, they've ranked every single coach in college football mm. on a scale of zero to five. I'll get to that momentarily, but I can't pass up the opportunity to let everyone hear 56 seconds of Jimbo squirming a little bit when uh, <laughs> Paul Feinbaum asked him earlier today about being on the hot seat and uh, what's that? what that's like. And, and I'm not putting you on the spot here, but no. everyone talks about, you know, Okay, your, I, I your don't worry about that. I don't worry about losing does my job. Give you a, does that help I worry you about not you? doing a good job for our players and our fans and the people on our support staff who count on us every day to keep a job. That's, that's what motivates me and drives me. I don't, I'm not worried about myself. I don't, I don't, I've never worried about myself, whether I had a one-year contract or a ten-year contract. I'm worried about the people who work under us, the players having a great experience and winning, and our fans getting a great program, which they deserve, and, and the alumni base and all that stuff. That, that's what I worry about. The rest of that stuff, you, you, can't, you don't control that. I can control the other. Does it, do, you, do, you, do you worry about how it affects those who are close to you, though? Yeah, but they understand that. They, they, they hear it. They understand it when they go in. The, okay. They ain't going to listen to it. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> That's, that's, the, that's the world we live in. That's, that's what we live in. I mean, that's, that's our world, and you know that when you get in this business each and every day. And, and you want to change it? Go in. Well, um, it's a lot easier to be comfortable in the hot seat when you know it could end up in $55, $60 million, whatever the number is now. You get fired at the end of it. Yeah. It's a bit easier. You know, it, it, here's, this is what I've always, always say now, you know, because there's – it took a while before I – saw things the way I do now, but uh, here's the, it's, you, you decided to make your livelihood off entertainment. That's what it is. It's football. It's entertainment. People are, uh, people are passionate about it. They're irrational about it, but that's what you chose. And you've made a ton of money. I, you're, you're just not, and I'm not saying Jimbo's trying here, but 
no one really cares to hear about how difficult it is to hear there are people close to you here that you might be on the hot seat or something. It's just, it's not going to resonate with anyone because most people are trying to navigate day-to-day life and, you know, there's people that are on the hot seat that have nowhere to go and, like, no account sitting there flush to live off of. So it's just, it's one of those things that people are never, it's just going to go in one ear and out the other. Never going to resonate with anyone. Uh, this is really sweet, guys. Ohio Sooner, th- uh, 308, Brooke. Uh, couldn't tell if that was you or the actual Jimbo Fisher. So thank you, guys. <laughs> I mean, it means a lot. Uh, I do need help from the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line on this okay. next topic, okay? So, like I said, CBS has every single coach in college football ranked from zero to five on their current uh, hot seat. I don't get a hot seat, their current situation with their school. Zero is untouchable. Okay. One is safe and secure. Two is all good for now. Three is pressure is mounting. Four is start improving now. Five is winner be fired. So basically five is the hottest of hot seats. Zero is, well, you're untouchable, and they probably already built a statue of you outside the stadium, a la Nick Saban. Where do Can you- I guess? Well, I I just want to know where the text line thinks or actually more of the opinion of the text line of where in their minds Brent Venables would fall in that zero to five category. And we'll get some responses and here in a few minutes, I'll read off exactly where what number he was listed at. But while the uh, text are rolling in, where would you say Brent should be on that zero to five? He's a one. Safe and secure. And yeah, he's a one and he's probably a zero, but. Given our schedule, if you were to throw out another, like typically, I wouldn't even look at the schedule and be like a losing record. Like, what, what do we? Even, what do you mean losing record? But since we went six and seven last year, uh, it's something that is at least on your mind to to a certain degree. But I mean. Joe Castiglione is not going to be replacing a coach as they head into the SEC. It's just yeah, not going to happen. I agree. After two years, correct. Yeah. Uh, so outside of like some type of catastrophic, horrific, I, we just are a horrible football team. Even though that you know we've improved talent wise and we're. Two years into these systems, if we go out there and look bad and look worse and foul up a bunch of situational things, then I guess you could leave the door open perhaps. But, I mean, he's not even—he's like a 0.5. He's not even a 1. Okay, so you have him in between untouchable and safe and secure. Let's see what the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line has. 918 says all good for now. That's a 2. Mark and Blanchard says 1. Sooner Wetzel says 3. Chris and Lindsay says 3. Three. Cherokee Sooner says one. Uh, 918 says one. It's the loneliest number. 405 says one with his scrutin. Here's one that says you don't go six and seven and be a one at OU, especially in the SEC. Sorry, he's at least two or three. 580 Brent is fine until 2026. So we're kind of all over the place in between one and three. Man. What was three again? Three was uh, pressure is mounting. Two is all good for now. At least that's the way I read number two. 
I it's it's a two at most. There's I mean, there's always going to be pressure there, but after one year, I don't know. Maybe that's the right answer. I almost feel like there's no difference between one, two, and three. I mean, three is when you really start to at least have, like, zero, one, and two, there's not much of a conversation. Three is when you at least start to theorize what could happen. Um, For what it's worth, probably not a lot. CBS has OU, CBS has Brent Venables at a three. He was at a one last year. They have him at a three this season. Hmm. Well. Some other threes in college football. Mel Tucker at Michigan State, who's 18 and 14 overall. Eli Drinkwitz at Mizzou, who's 17 and 19 overall. Yeah. Um, Ryan Silverfield at Memphis, who's 21 and 26. So the list of threes coaches is not. well, there's not a lot of great coaches with a lot of great records. Yeah, Memphis, uh, I don't know anything about the coach, but I got to imagine he's probably even hotter than that considering, like, what they've been recently. And uh, you usually know pretty quickly at that level if you've got something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be – like that's a tough place because there's been a bunch of coaches come through there that had success, went on to take – uh, take good jobs, and if you're just kind of muddling around at the middle to bottom of that conference, people are going to have some itchy trigger fing- fingers, especially whenever it comes to conference realignment stuff, right? Yeah. Um, well, back to, back to Brent Venables at a three. I It doesn't sound like I'm going to have to convince you all that much to move him lower than a three. You think it's asinine that he is at a three. Now, the, the six and seven is the reason that they have him at a three. Can, can I throw out, though, that recruiting could absolutely be a factor here? Like, the, the, sure. the defensive class that he put together last year, and I know a lot of these guys are still uncommitted, but the defensive class I think that he's going to put together this year, I do think in college football recruiting success goes a long way. And though I don't view him as on the hot seat this year, I would look at recruiting specifically on the defensive side of the ball and what you're starting to do on the defensive line as a reason as to why it should be lower than three, even with the terrible year last year. Can I interest anyone in that point or no? Uh, Just one game and who cares? No, I I think that is definitely a, a piece of the pie. Here's another piece of the pie that's kind of harder to put your finger on. It also matters who's out there and who's available and who the hot names are and who you think you have a shot at, right? If, like, like I don't see Oklahoma taking a, like, a, a young offensive coordinator that's had one or two hot years, right? Um, Oklahoma's going to take someone that's established, uh, doesn't necessarily have to be an established head coach, but you have to be established as an elite play caller, offensively, defensively, in order to uh, to get the job, right? It's not going to be a, a flash-in-the-pan hire. So it, it there's a big – it depends who's out there and available for jobs Yeah, is um, what I'm saying. 
Okay, 405, I think it's crazy to put him at a three. He's all good for now. He needs to show improvement, obviously. But he's going to at least get this year and next year to make sure he's going in the right direction, says the text line. Uh, Jimbo Limbo is a solid five. I agree with that. I think he was listed as a four on here. 405, it's a zero. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt after one year. Josie isn't going to act like Auburn either, and that is a yeah. that's a, and I think you made that point. That that is a very critical point as to where he actually is. OU's just not. Josie's not. It's not going to be like Auburn firing someone after two years. And let's be honest too, like we've got we got a lot of projects going right now. I don't know how anxious everyone's going to be to start forking over, I don't know, 30 million bucks or something for a buyout. I don't know what it would be after year two. It'd be a lot, right? There's a $30, $30 million contract, and you'd, what, you'd probably be $18 million or so. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, 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 don't, I, I haven't even looked at what his buyout would be, but it's not a great time just to be throwing out empty money, essentially. This text right. says, wasn't Tom Herman a good recruiter at Texas? Didn't help him a lot. Well, every coach at Texas has been a good recruiter. I, I think the difference in why I mentioned recruiting with Brent is you are getting the players on the defensive side of the ball that we've been waiting over a decade to get and more of those to come. That, that's, why, that's why I made the point about recruiting is you've been asking for front seven guys and elite defensive players, and it hasn't happened in a while. And he, if you're really paying attention to recruiting right now, it really feels like he and this staff are the ones that are going to bring those players to Norman. I think he's right. already done a really good job of that. So that's that's why I said it. Yeah, which, by the way, Tom Herman's first year is 2017, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. They uh, they were 7-6, and six, and then that's they, they had a good year after that. I guess that ended up buying him some time afterwards. I was about to say that. You know, Tom Herman was a good recruiter at Texas, but, you know, he it bought him some time, but he did have that good year their second year. Uh, 405 BV is a one at the worst specifically because of recruiting. That's Paul in M-Dub, and he spells it P-A-W-L like uh, people like to do on the Internet for Paul Feinbaum. I like that. Now, what that say? What was that? BV is at a one at worst specifically because of recruiting. That's kind of what I think. Oh, well, that's um, basically what I said, yeah. And, you know, I, I think um, I, I think it was hard maybe at the time, but I think everyone kind of recognizes now, like, the difficulty of the whole situation last year for a bunch of different reasons, not just, not just one. There was a bunch of reasons why last year – was incredibly difficult it was you know transition it was transfer portal it was just timeline not a whole lot of time um you know plenty of challenges all kinds of stuff really went down and it 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 was difficult you lost your quarterback for a game and a half you know there was there was a bunch of stuff not to make excuses for going six and seven that's not what i'm saying i guess just for someone who's the decision maker on whether or not you're going to retain a coach or not at your foot at your football program i think you take those things into consideration and when you do i 
I, it's he's not even a one in my. So opinion. since the start of the Chuck Fairbanks era at OU, 1967, and I understand OU's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, well, eight full-time coaches since then, which is a lot less than most other college football programs out there. Eight full-time head coaches since 1967. There's only been one head coach that's lasted less than three years, and that was Schnellenberger just for that 95 season. So to like huh. to, to, to like show some history there that Brent's at least going to get a third year, and I don't think anyone's really questioning that, even with the small sample size that's only happened once. Right. And, you know, that's we kind of know what happened there with Snelly. Yep. Nope, that is correct. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Whether you live in or visit Norman, the Norman Economic Development Coalition wants you to think local. Eat, shop, stay, and play in Norman this summer. Looking for some place to eat and watch the game? Bad Daddy's Burger Bar is the place for chef-inspired burgers, giant chopped salads, and famous margaritas. Shop at Cayman's on Main Street. One-stop shopping for men's and women's clothing and accessories, designer jewelry, cosmetics, and home decor. Featuring Peter Millar, Johnny O, Rag and Bone, John Hardy, and much more at Cayman's. 
Looking for fun for the entire family? Westwood Tennis, Golf, and Water Park is the place to be. So soak up the sun at Westwood this summer. When you shop local, you are supporting businesses that donate more to charities than non-local owners. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. Eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. As Oklahoma's largest diamond importer, it's our goal to choose the best and the biggest diamond for your budget. That's why we hand-select our diamonds in the diamond rooms of Antwerp. If you are getting engaged, we can create the ring of her dreams. Celebrating an anniversary or birthday, we have diamonds in all shapes and sizes for rings or necklaces, plus perfectly matched pairs for earrings. Come see us today and let us create something special. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. You might know that State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has great service. Cindy is your good neighbor after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Norman. So call State Farm agent Cindy Nasher at 405-307-0500 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. This is What Caught Teddy's Eye, brought to you by Yalagosny Law. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? At Yalagosny Law, communication is a priority. That's Yalagosny Law, 405-800-8080. 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is? Well, one of the things that uh, routinely makes it into things that caught my eye, uh, Ellie Dela Cruz does something crazy again. Um, he's got in the stat cast era, the fastest throw to first base ever recorded, uh, was it like just under 98 miles an hour, uh, on a play there between third and short, had to go back, kind of caught it going to his left, made a little, uh, quarter turn and flipped her over there. Smooth 97 and a half miles an hour, Tyler. Uh, baseball could really benefit from him being a star, but they really need to market uh, Ellie De La Cruz. I think he can be like a, a worldwide phenomenon in Cincinnati, but baseball's got to do a better job of marketing its stars. So yeah. we'll see if they do a good job with him or not. Guys, is he the easiest guy in the world to market? Should or, be. Or what? Otani, uh, pretty easy too. Yes. Yep, that's right. Now, are you you're a huge tennis fan, right? Didn't you guys sit around and, and watch the five hour tennis match? I man, I just I can't get into tennis, but I know yeah. uh, I know Djokovic didn't win, correct? Right? Got beat. He was going to be the third uh, ever to win five straight, and got knocked off by the twenty year old Spaniard uh, Alcaraz. Which it was pretty. It was it was entertaining. It was really tight the entire way. It did last five hours, which. We put it on in the morning at my house and then ran some errands, had lunch, went outside. It just kept, it was on nonstop, but it was actually pretty exciting to check in on. But 20 years old, can you imagine winning uh, Wimbledon at 20? That's got to be insane. One heck of a party? Oh, insane. Yeah. Like, I think we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. Be one heck of a party after, I'm sure. Uh, that's all I've got. 
Uh, okay, first I have, let me find it here. It is Miranda Lambert. She's, um, huh. she's taking a little bit of it, taking some heat today. I don't Uh-oh. know when this concert is from. I feel like it's maybe over the weekend. I'm going to play the audio version of it, um, okay. and you're going to hear her complain on stage. But she stops in the middle of the song because she's upset about a, a couple girls in the audience taking a selfie, and it just downright made her mad. Something Here for a sec, Danny. I'm sorry. These girls are worried about the selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. So, hmm. yeah, there it is. She says uh, these girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. Sorry, I don't like it at all. We're here, so we're here to hear some country music tonight. I'm singing some country damn music. And people are saying, uh, they paid to be there. Shut up. Doesn't that feel like a staged type of thing? Like you're going to stop singing a song because two girls are stay, uh, taking a selfie? Do you think she's distracting. ever performed a concert like in the last decade where there's not thousands of people taking a selfie every night? Right? Yeah. It just it, seems like playing. It just it, it goes with uh, going to a concert. So it, it was very odd that she stopped in the middle of a, st- a song and chose to get that upset about it. But not the best look for her. Not a whole And then everyone's like, side. yeah, put down your phones. Come on, let's listen to some music. And then they start playing again, and guess what? Everyone's got their phones out again. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, okay, the 50 most watched sporting events so far this year – 24 of the 25, actually 23 of the top uh, 25, are all NFL games. The top 21 on the list are all NFL games that have rated so far for American sports. Mm. The College Football National Championship between Georgia and TCU, that's the highest-ranked TV event that wasn't an NFL game. That came in at 22. And then the UConn-San Diego State Men's National Championship basketball game came in at number 24. But... Otherwise, wow. the rest of the 23, the top 25, all NFL games. Not shocking. That's, that's crazy to me. I know the college audience is divvied up way more than the NFL is, but still, I, it's crazy that some of those big games they just don't pull anywhere near the ratings of the NFL. Isn't that, isn't that wild? Dude, it, it, it ain't even close, man. Like, I know Georgia-TCU oh, no. wasn't a great game. That got, like, an 8.7 rating. Um, the Like, number 10 on the list. The NFC Divisional Round, the Giants and the Eagles, it's 13.6 ratings. Almost doubled it. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, the NFL just destroys it. I think everyone goes out on Saturday – uh, watches their college teams, and then Sunday you settle in and watch the NFL at home. Yeah. And you see way more. Red zone, you see way more. And I don't know exactly how they get all the ratings. If they do it like radio, it's just it's a total crap system um, that isn't an actual look at who's listening to what. But That's true to that. It's crazy. It's uh, crazy that there's that many people watch the NFL. Two more for me. First, Tech AD Kirby Hokut, apparently in somewhat of a joking fashion, whatever that means. Uh, he was asked about uh, Chris Del Conte, Texas AD, and the potential for future non-con games between UT and Tech. 
Hmm. He said, quote, he's still scared. Nothing has changed over the course of the year. Ball's in their court. We welcome a chance to play them, end quote. Context wow. matters, but that's that's what he said. How about that? He's just uh, he's going to let it rip there. I like it. And last one I have, more and more information about the whole Tennessee scandal with Jeremy Pruitt mm. is coming out. Apparently, during the investigation, Jeremy Pruitt told investigators that George Floyd was on his mind when he gave a Tennessee player's mom $300 in a Chick-fil-A bag, documents reveal. So, uh, yeah, that's a... That's a look into what was going on at Tennessee under Jeremy Pruitt. I guess you say what you can under the circumstances. Um, that's wild. 300 bucks in a Chick-fil-A bag. Uh, think of how far we've come do since then. They he, just wrapped it uh, up. Do you think Jeremy Pruitt said my pleasure when the mom said thank you? Look at you. Hopefully. Nicely done. Nicely done. I don't know if it was nicely done. It was done, but I don't know if it's. I think done. he probably said the straw's already in there, ma'am. <laughs> And uh, right. we threw in an extra Chick-fil-A sauce in there. Don't worry. <laughs> Quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap up our number two here from Newcastle. Stay with us. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems. A sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Bowen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000 or online at nced-hotel.com. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. Oh, that's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Whether you live in or visit Norman, the Norman Economic Development Coalition wants you to think local. Eat, shop, stay, and play in Norman this summer. Looking for some place to eat and watch the game? Bad Daddy's Burger Bar is the place for chef-inspired burgers, giant chopped salads, and famous margaritas. 
Shop at Cayman's on Main Street. One-stop shopping for men's and women's clothing and accessories, designer jewelry, cosmetics, and home decor. Featuring Peter Millar, Johnny O, Rag and Bone, John Hardy, and much more at Cayman's. Looking for fun for the entire family? Westwood Tennis, Golf, and Water Park is the place to be. So soak up the sun at Westwood this summer. When you shop local, you are supporting businesses that donate more to charities than non-local owners. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. Eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. The law firm of Ward & Glass has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Ward & Glass has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Ward & Glass at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit us online at wardglasslaw.com. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you, too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funer Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funer home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. It is The Rush on The Ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Don't forget to download our free app in the App Store. Just search K-R-E-F for the official Ref app. You can listen to the best coverage of the Sooners worldwide. That's K-R-E-F in the App Store. Uh, text line wants to know, does Teddy ever take selfies at Tool concerts? That's from, uh, it's from Kendall. I've only been to one and did not take a selfie. Uh, I think they have a sniper in the building. Uh, if you pull your phone out there, you get shot. Sounds like my kind of band. I like that. Yeah. 405, Lane Kiffin is annoying. Look at his recent tweet. He, <laughs> did you see it? No, but. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's the back of a, I think it's a BMW with an Oklahoma license plate that just says silence on the license plate for the tag, and he tags Steve Sarkeesian in it. That's what it is. Huh. Interesting. Thinking face emoji at Coach Zark at Coach Sark, and it has a zero next to it, and then the license plate says silent. So he's making fun of the forty nine nothing final score last year. I guess, huh? Lane, um, actually, maybe he does want the OU 
Twitter smoke, but it's they'll come after you, man. Right. Get on the bad side of OU fans. Yeah, uh, that's really uh, as a head coach, he's judged more by tweets than he is wins of significance at this point. So, and actually, for him, it's brilliant. You know, Um, his team, dude, his team cratered the second half of the season. Cratered. I think they were ranked um, maybe like number eight at one point going to LSU. And they maybe won one game in their final five, something crazy. And he almost got the Auburn job. Sounds like he may have been able to get the Auburn job if he wanted it to. Yeah. Year in, year out, the most overhyped head coach that's out there. It's amazing. But like you said, it's all because he's – funny and engaging on social media well like i said earlier this is entertainment that's all it is and i if you can be entertaining i if you if you can't win games you better be entertaining that'll keep you around a little while jim mora is who i immediately thought of i don't know who i think everyone was trying to randomly think of someone jim mora is who i settled on we couldn't do diddly poo offensively (laughs) second half we sucked yeah uh it's been a while we're gonna have to revive that coming up soon we're getting close to football season that's gonna have to start making the rounds again oh we're into the 40s all right let's hit a quick timeout final hour coming up next here from newcastle keep hitting the text line 651 3439 Knippelmeyer text line. We'll be back. Thank you.